Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonabello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner. Really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. This is Brad Steiger, www.bradandsherry.com, co-author with my wife, Sherry, of Christmas Miracles. We're wishing Rob McConnell and all the listeners of the X-Zone Nation around the world a blessed Christmas, a marvelous holiday season, and peace, love, and light for 2006. All hit radio. To the X Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Rob McConnell, and this is the Exxon, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern, and then the show is repeated in its entirety from 2 a.m. until 6 a.m. 
like to say hello to a number of our affiliates right now. KCHR 1350 AM in Charleston, Missouri. WZNG 1400 AM in Shelbyville and Nashville, Tennessee. Talk Star 840 in Orlando and Titusville, Florida. WMEX 106.7 FM in Rochester, New Hampshire. KNTS 89.7 FM in John Day, Oregon. WELW AM 1330 in Cleveland, Ohio. KSCK AM Pittsburgh, Kansas. Uh, WDRF 1510 AM in Woodruff, South Carolina and in Canada, AM 630 CKOV in Kelowna, British Columbia, AM 580 CFRE in Ottawa, Ontario, and uh, CJCH in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Christmas, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Um, we had last night little Taylor Likens on with us who is playing uh, the, uh, the lead role in the Miracle on 34th Street in <coughs> in her hometown and her dad is playing the district attorney who is trying to you know put Santa Claus away now tomorrow night we're going to be launching a new website it's www.miracleon34th.org and uh, it's all about little Taylor's uh, quest to make sure that daddy doesn't put now when I say daddy I don't mean Dr. Todd Likens I mean the man who plays the district attorney in the uh, play doesn't put Santa Claus away. However, I've got a funny feeling that with the help of Judge Harper being played by Dr. Doug Roki, that, uh, you know, I don't think we're going to let this happen. So tomorrow night, what I'd like you, the explanation, to do is go to www.miracleon34th.org and cast your ballot there. Joining me now is a lady who's going to tell us how we can make memories and keep traditions on a Christmas time and what children really want for Christmas. Her name is Rhonda, Rhonda Hillstrom Davis. And uh, Rhonda, welcome to the show. Hi, Rob. How are you? Good to see you. Hey, it's good seeing you too. Any better? And uh, I, I don't know. I love this kind of time of year. I, I'm, I'm a Christmas kind of guy. Uh-huh. You know, I, I love Christmas. I love children. I just love people. I have a hell of a great time in living. You know that? I think a lot of people do, and it, it it certainly is gearing up these days. With you see so much of it, you know, out and about in the malls while you're shopping on television, mm -hmm. and um, it's it, you know, it seems like it starts early and earlier too. You know, the more people try and get us into the spirit to get us sort of motivated for the holidays. It seems that as soon as Thanksgiving is over, bang! I oh, know, yeah. and I, I think I got my first Christmas catalog right after uh, after Halloween this year too. So. They're, they're certainly they're certainly coming after <laughs> they sure are and it is a big money maker it's a big employment opportunity for retailers and uh, but it's also a time of year that we really recognize number one our family values number two family traditions and um, uh, over the next hour you're going to be telling us how we can maintain these memories and traditions and what children really want for Christmas. Right. Um, well, stop and remember for a second what was important from your own childhood. When you think back, you just said you love Christmas. What were some of the important memories that you have as a child growing up remembering Christmas? Family. Family? Um, Family. Was it doing dinner, big dinners together, or opening the presents under the tree, or was there any one specific you know, activity or thing that was memorable in your house? Well, uh, I've got to take a commercial break, and we'll be okay. back in two minutes. But what I'm going to tell you is everything about Christmas to me when I was a child was so perfect because I had a mom and dad who worked very hard to make a family a very tight unit. And I've got a great family, so I must thank 
mom and dad and the rest of the family for making my Christmases the best memories I've got. I'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. The we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pounds. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most wonderful time of the year With the kids jingle-belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer It's the most wonderful time of the year It's the half-happiest season of all those holiday greetings and gay happy meetings when friends come to call it's the happiest season of all there'll be parties for hosting marshmallows for toasting and caroling out in the and welcome back everyone my name is Ron McConnell my special guest to this uh, segment of the show is Rondi Hillstrom Davis and uh, she is the uh, co-author of Together, Creating Family Traditions with uh, Janelle Sewell Oaks. And, uh, Rondi, thanks very much for joining us tonight. It's great having you with us. Uh, I, I guess I was, I was I always considered myself very fortunate for uh-huh. the way that, uh, uh, that I grew up, the memories I had, the family unity that I was so fortunate to have, not only with my immediate family, my mom and my dad, my younger brother, but with my many aunts, uncles, and cousins. Christmas was a time where we would all gravitate around my grandmother. She was truly the... Um, Matriarch of the head yeah. of the family? Not only that, but she kept the family together uh-huh. when, uh, when she graduated to the other side. The family slowly drifted apart. But you know, those memories I have of Christmas, uh, going to watching Dad... Uh, get ready for Christmas, going out with my dad to get the Christmas tree and uh, bringing the tree in a couple of days before Christmas, helping dad put the lights on, and then going to bed and the wonderment of Christmas morning. Kids really do have that spirit of the holidays, and that's really what makes it so magical. I think, mm-hmm. you know, as adults, we somehow get caught up in, uh, you know, making the lists and writing the cards and doing the decorations, and it's all sort of goal after goal after goal. I think if you kind of stop and just look back at the magic of it all what that wonderment that the mm-hmm. kids had they really do capture the spirit of the holidays i i think everyone has the christmas spirit in them all year round it's only at christmas time that it's ignited in most of uh-huh. people but uh you know these are very trying times the events of the past few years uh, really show us how important in life it is uh to to have family and right to and to really bring family ma- together exactly how can it's- we do this well, you know, for me, when I was thinking uh, what was important in our family at Christmas, it was, you know, baking cookies with my grandmother or the neighborhood getting together with Caroline. And I think what both 
you said and I said, the thing that they have in common is that it was the time we spent together. It wasn't so mm-hmm. much um, the activity itself, but it was the special people, the love we were surrounded with. Um, I think when you when you as kids today, you know, what's important to them growing up is, as, you know, from Christmas. I don't think many are going to say, you know, it's the X-Men or the Xbox they got for Christmas. It's really those memories, those sort of cherished traditions that you come to rely on year after year, that the familiarity and the rituals that become lasting traditions. I also think that as, as you grow older, you realize what your mom and dad and family went through to give you the child the Christmas that you do remember, and this, this sparks a whole new age of Christmas spirit within that person. Right, right. And it, it really is something that is passed on from generation to generation, and Christmas, I think, more than um, a lot of holidays, sort of are, is sort of cross-generational. You know, uh, it's something that's shared um, with just, you know, friends and family mm-hmm. here, far away. That it, it sort of brings everybody. It brings the whole world together. Tell us, uh, tell me, can you give us some suggestions of everyday activities that uh, could be used to bring families closer together? Sure. Um, I think we're so caught up in sort of racing from one activity, activity to another, again, if we just sort of stop and slow down, nobody really has more time to spend, but we all have 24 hours in a day, so it's just a matter of shifting the time that we already have. So whether it's, you know, having dinner together every night, which I think is important, or if you can't do it every night, maybe it's just once a week, or having a movie night or a family TV night and you just pop popcorn together, um, going to Grandma's house on the weekend or going to church together, reading your kids a story, bedtime story before you go to bed at night. Those are just all very simple things. Kissing your kids goodnight, you know, simple rituals that I think kids really learn to count on that become those lasting memories. I don't think kissing a child goodnight should be a ritual. I think that's a responsibility. Well, that too, you know. I, I, My kids, as they walk out the door every day, you know, it's we always have this little sort of pat thing that we say to each other, and I think they really come to rely on that, and they really know that they're loved and that somebody's thinking about them all day. Mm-hmm. I think kids today are under a lot of peer pressure, the kind of peer pressure that both you and I are totally oblivious to. Right, and I think it's harder the older that they get, too. It's so much easier to succumb to that peer pressure. Um, It really is a challenge. Now, do you really think in today's society, today's fast-paced world, that all parents can actually find this time? That is so valuable to the family unit because nowadays in order to make things work, mom and dad both have to sustain jobs, and today's job is not a 40-hour week. Right, sure. Well, when I wrote Together Creating Family Traditions, I was looking for simple ways for families to connect with each other. And I think the key to it is to find something that you really enjoy doing, something that you're passionate about, and then share that time with your kids. Because if it's something that you're passionate about, they're going to see you know, your eyes light up and that sparkle when you talk about it or if it's an activity you're involved in. It could be, you know, for me, it was always doing uh, you know, projects and crafts and activities and things, uh, which lend itself so readily to the holidays. For somebody else, it might be uh, that they're avid tennis players or, you know, they love bicycling. It doesn't really matter what it is, but if you share that time with your kids, that gives you a way, you know, to really bond with them and they really get to see who you are. There's so many, there's so few good role models, you know, 
be nice to, you know, parents are, should be one of our strongest role models in our lives. And I think to bring that, it's sort of just, a, it would be just a natural way for parents to spend more time with their kids and just to get, show them a little bit of, of who you are, a little bit more than they normally get to see. Why would a person want to become a parent if they can't be a role model to their child? <laughs> I guess that's true, too. I think you're exactly right. Um, and, you know, we see so much of it on television with, with movie stars or, or athletes and um, there's so many bad role models out there or things um, that I don't think are necessarily the best role models for our kids. You, you, we really are the ones that are teaching our kids our own values. And by spending that time together and just sharing in simple activities, you really are passing on your values to your kids and to the rest of your family. You know, I, the one thing I'm dead against are video games. Uh-huh. The, these uh, games that uh, teach you how to kill, they, they teach right. you how I to do uh, crazy stuff. I'm sorry, our, our children never had those because we were responsible parents. Yeah, we may have been called, um, what was one of the, what did our son call us? Um, uh, you know, uh, you guys have no idea what being a kid is all about. Well, yes, we do, son. This is why, you know... If you want something that makes sense, fine. We'll do our best to make sure you have it. However, if you want to learn how to kill, you know, I'm sorry. We're not going to give you that kind of crap. And I think we have to be willing to be the bad guys when we say no. You know, sometimes you you just say no. It's not in our children's best interest. I think one of the easiest things we can all do is sort of turn off the TV. Oh, that's a biggie. You know, top of the list. You know, statistically they say that one in four kids under the age of four have a television in their bedroom. The kids watch something like 30,000 commercials. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just phenomenal. You can't get away from the merchandising and the marketing, let alone everything that's now within the programs. You know, even when you buy videos these days to, or like, DVDs to watch on, um, there's, ad- there's advertisements. Sure. You can't even buy a children's video anymore without, you know, all that product marketing. We're just sort of sucked in at a very early age to become consumers, and I think parents uh, mistake uh, love buying their their children's love. You know, um, it's very easy to sort of throw money at a, at a problem. You know, to try and buy their love if you don't have the time to spend with them, and I think that's really a mistake. Um, what they really want, what kids really want for Christmas, is you. They want the time with you. In fact, there, we did. Um, a little study with a, I was teaching a class with several kids. I was teaching um, a, a cooking class, moms and kids cooking class together for the holidays. And we just asked a group of elementary school children, what would you want if your parents could buy you anything that didn't cost money? And their answers were really revealing. Um, what were some of the answers? A friend, a, a cure for cancer. I want my parents to listen to me. I want my mom to stop smoking. More time. Isn't that revealing? You know, those are such simple, you know, requests and something that we we can all do something about. In today's society, also wanting mommy and daddy together at Christmas is yeah. like, you know, I think society has made it way too easy for mommy and daddy to part ways instead of working out the problems. And I think society has forgotten about the children when it comes to matrimonial issues that are so easily torn apart. And holidays, I think, for a lot of families are hard. Now, sure they are. Um, now there's so many different kinds of families, single parents, mm-hmm. you know, two parents, whether parents, we have many families with, you know, fathers and mothers overseas, um, 
in other parts of the country. You know, my family is spread out all over the country. You know, our kids, my, I have three brothers and sisters, and we're in four completely different cities. We try and get together at all the holidays. But the older your kids get and the more involved you are in your own kids' lives, the harder it becomes. So it really is a challenge. Um, and I think a lot of times... For some people, the holidays become very difficult because you buy into that sort of, um, we all want the perfect Christmas, that sort of hallmark Christmas that you see in the ads. And I think for a lot of people, that isn't there. So we really need to sort of get back to what's important to us and and the core values that we each of us have as a family and concentrate on some of that and sort of make it the most memorable, no matter what shape or form it's in. What do we do the rest of the year? You know, it's, it seems that everybody finds a way to get together at Christmas time. But what, there's the rest of the year, the other 364 days of the year that so many families are spread out and hardly see each other. You know, and I'm one of the biggest uh, biggest defenders of that. Uh, I've got an aunt and uncle that live less than 30 minutes from here, and my schedule is so hectic that I last time I saw them was about four or five months ago. Right. Well, especially with kids, I think there's lots of things, very simple things, and sometimes kids spur us on to be better at, at staying in touch with, with relatives. Uh, one thing our family does is we always have, you know, a red envelope that's that's passed around for birthdays and things. But for somebody that's overseas as well, if you're writing and you suddenly see this red envelope or a blue envelope or a special color in the mail, you know that it's a very special gift of some kind for you. All right, Rondi, stand by. I'm okay. going to take the news with a couple of commercials, and we'll be back shortly. If you'd like to uh, go to Rondi's website, www.togetherparenting.org, and we'll be back on the other side of this break as the Exxon continues on the Talk Star Radio Network. The We're Going Family Style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your Quarter Pounds. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors. About bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. The following program deals with controversial subjects. The theories expressed are not the only possible interpretation. On Dasher, on Dancer, on Rob McConnell. Yeah, that's bad. This is Jeremy Vaney, author of I Know Why the Aliens Don't Land at www.thealiens.com, wishing Rob McConnell and all of the X-Zone listeners a very Merry Christmas, a happy 2006, and so much more. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Man, it doesn't show signs of stopping, and I've brought me some corn for popping. The lights are turned way down low. 
Let it snow, let it snow. When we finally kiss goodnight, how I'll hate going out in the storm. But if you really hold me tight, all the way home I'll be warm. And the fire is slowly dying, and my dear, we're still goodbye. But as long as you'd love me so. And welcome back to the Exxon. My name is Rob McConnell. We're coming to you live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network and our fine affiliates throughout the U.S. and Canada. If you'd like to give me a call, one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five is toll free throughout the U.S. and Canada, or you can always send your emails to exxon at talkstarradio.com. Our guest is uh, Rhonda Hill, uh, Rondi Hillstrom Davis. She is the co-author of T- uh, Together, Creating Family Traditions. And Rondi, with the holidays approaching, we're being uh, to see a lot more product marketing. How do we, how do we keep the commercialism out of Christmas and other holidays? <laughs> that that certainly is a challenging question in today's society, isn't it? It sure um, is. Well, you know, we had touched on it a minute ago, just saying by by turning off the television. I think. Nowadays, people, you know, are looking. It's so easily to be uh, sucked in by, you know, that light, that newest, brightest, shiniest mm-hmm. object that's sort of dangled in front of our eyes. We sort of jump from one thing to the next. Um, we kind of have to get away from that. There's, we're sort of bombarded every single day. There's so much to absorb that we've kind of evolved into this sort of society with attention deficit disorder so to speak um, you know we can control it at home but we can't control it when uh, when it's outside our home so what do we do do we live in a shell do we just uh, no of course you can't but you can control it at home and i mean i think all you can do is start at home i'm not saying you know we can completely shelter our kids in mm-hmm. terms of the world that's out there but um, I think we do have some control over, you know, what our kids watch on television, what, you know, what kind of products we put on the table, whether it's, you know, I don't, I don't put boxes of breakfast cereal on the table or there's things that advertise anything. We're being marketed to constantly. When kids are, you know, four years old, three years old, they're being, you know, they go for to uh, a, a fast food restaurant and they have the little Happy Meals or whatever. You know, we're that tie into the latest movie that ties into, you know, whatever, you know, a, a, a cruise ship. That ties but where do you draw the line between being rational and then being hyper, you know? Well, how, how do you stop it? You know, like, it, it's, it's a part of reality. It's a part of life today. It is a part of reality. But, you know, my kids grew up and I just, it wasn't something that I ever made a big deal out of. It was just, um, I knew that I didn't want my kids branded by so many of those things so my policy was we just didn't buy anything that had a brand on it and they never really asked about it or when they got older and they did it's like well why do you want to be a walking advertisement for you know that company by wearing that on your shirt or whatever and they sort of when they got older sort of saw it in their other friends and realized the value of the goods as opposed to just the logo on the goods and what when it was their own money what how much value there was and what else they could buy for the same amount of money as opposed to just buying a brand. Give, give uh, me an example. Um, you, uh, well, uh, Kate Madden purses for girls or a certain brand of jeans, Calvin Klein jeans, or with younger kids it was Little Mermaid lunch boxes. Yeah, and, sure. um, it's, it really is all around you. But what's wrong with it? I don't know that there's anything wrong with it other than the fact that 
as long as you're aware of it, as long as you're aware that you're being marketed to constantly. And if it's a message that fits within your value system, then I think that's fine. Um, but, you know, for example, going and getting Happy Meals. You know, where else do we reward our kids for eating junk food? Do my kids get a Happy Meal when they eat their broccoli? They get Happy Meals when, you know, we, as a special treat when they go out and we're, we're doing something, you know, that probably isn't all that healthy. So what kind of message is that sending our kids? You know, I think we have to stop and think about all those messages. And as long as you're aware of them, I think it's fine. And there, and there isn't a way to stop them. But just I think we as parents have to be consistent in the messages that we give our kids. All right. Let's take it from an adult's perspective now. When you're out to buy a car, how do you uh, decide what car to buy? Well, they've been working on us you know, <laughs> there as well. When you see those ads on television, um, how much do they really talk about... You know, I, I don't even know cars that well. The the physical characteristics of the car, are they really trying to sell something that's sexy or practical or safe, depending upon what you're looking for? You know, Volvo prides themselves on being safe and mm-hmm. all the, the tests for that. And you, you see, you know, the SUVs that are ripping through the mountains and splashing the mud and all that. So they really are what they're selling you is a lifestyle or the idea of a lifestyle more than they're selling you a car. But, you know, it sounds like you're against advertising in general. I don't think so. I, don't think so. Um, I, th- I think, again, it's just being aware of the message and what that message is. Uh, and I, particularly with kids, I think it's very easy for kids to confuse advertising and, let's say, other television programs that's on. They don't really know the difference between the ad and the program they're watching. Um, we have super, you know, Halloween. We just finished with Halloween. We have superheroes, and all the all the costumes that kids right. are wearing are coming from characters that they see on TV. As long as we're clear with that message, that's fine. Um, but I think very often we just sort of sort of blindly accept that, probably more so than we should. Well, it, Halloween itself is a misnomer. It's a pagan holiday that yeah. is that is that is personified by the candy industry. Right. Do you let your children go out for Halloween? My kids are grown now. My kids don't go out for Halloween anymore. But did um, they? What they tended to do more than they tended to go to parties. So we had parties at the house. Again, I tried to make it more of a community, something gathering or something, a celebration as opposed to. Uh, just just sort of running from door to door and collecting as much candy as you could. Now, that's not to say they didn't go trick-or-treating, but, again, I tried to sort of limit it to the amount and sort of the, the frenzy of the whole activity. I'm, I'm having a problem here understanding why you, were, why you say certain things are all right, other things are, are not all right, especially since both are mass marketing techniques. In terms of well, Halloween, for example, you know, you you said that you you wanted to have your children uh, instead of them going door to door to have a community event. Well, in either case, you were still personifying the event. Right. You're. You're. Well, I, I mean, I, again, I don't know if you're personifying the event or for me. What we normally did was uh, we went out into the country and we usually had sort of a big bonfire and a uh-huh. sort of a. a, a uh, a family in a neighborhood party up on a farm. So it, I think for us, it was probably a little bit more of a celebration of the season. Um, 
it tied into Halloween. It's certainly tied into Halloween. I think all all of the holidays, whether it's you know Halloween, Easter, Christmas, are certain markers at different times of of seasons, of mm-hmm. changes in seasons, and, and I think a lot of times it's, we get away from that because of all the commercial marketing that we probably need to get more in tune with, you know, either what that holiday is about or in observing or in noticing more of the change of the seasons that happen in each, you know, spring and Easter or um, harvest, the bounty, the bounty of the harvest and Thanksgiving and um Halloween harvest as opposed to just that commercial marketing of the holiday. But as an author and someone who wants to sell a book, you yourself use marketing as a way to make money. You're right. Um, I, But I think I'm, again, it, it's a part of our lives. There's no way we're going to get away from commercial you, marketing. You, you see, your, your marketing ploy is saying, well, no, this kind of marketing is bad. So you're using marketing as a way to sell your book. Well, I, I'm not, I don't know that I'm saying, all I'm saying is I think we need to be aware of the message and of the marketing. You know, depending upon your own values, I, I mean, I don't know that I'm saying that it's bad. I'm saying I try and limit or control as much as I can the messages that my kids are seeing. Mm-hmm. But the, I don't know that I'm necessarily saying, you know, they can't watch that or that it's bad. I, I just, I, I feel like as a parent, I want some control over that. I, I think that it's the responsibility of the parent to teach the children the difference between right and wrong, because once they're outside the house, you no longer have any control. Yes, I agree with that 100%. I think you're very right. And I think, you know, that starts early. I think that's not something you can start, you know, when they hit 17 or 18. You know, you're you're sending those messages and you're teaching those values at a very early age, whether, you know, and they, they pick them up intuitively, and that sort of becomes what your family is about, your family's values are about. How did you come up with the idea for your book together? Well, we had, um, I wrote it with a friend of mine, Janelle, who was actually my, um, my babysitter, my nanny for several years when my children were very little, and she now has two small children of her own. Mm-hmm. So we had found that we were very much on the same page in terms of the kinds of things we like to do with kids and sort of our values in terms of how we raise kids. So it was a natural. We were looking for something, ways to uh, let help families connect with each other and with um, their children in ideas. There were so many books out there that had things like, you know, painted macaroni art necklaces and to- painted toilet paper tubes. And those kinds of pictures that kids would bring home and you'd put on the refrigerator and then, you know, a week later they'd be thrown in the garbage. And we really wanted a book that would um, help families find ways to connect with each other and create memories and keepsakes that you would want to hang on to, something that parents would enjoy doing as much as the kids, sort of an aesthetic that parents would enjoy, some sophisticated but very simple projects um, all centered around holidays. But, that, but we're also simple enough that children could do, that you could involve the whole family in doing. Geez, I must be weird. We've got boxes and boxes of things that our children had made. and uh, <laughs> So do I. I'd we've never everything. thrown them out. Never once have we thrown anything out that the child has made. Um, well, you know, this, I, I think some of the stuff that came in that ended up on the refrigerator sort of did make it into the circular 
uh, file a couple of times in our house. There's, there's just so much. Um, but it, it goes back again to creating those memories, what, what was important. To me, it was the time that we spent together. The, mm-hmm. the, the journey, that process is so much more important than the end product. You know, it's the time that you spend together that really is the true gift. Oh, wait a second. Hold on here. Hold on here. The journey is more important than the end product? I think I think the journey of spending time together with your children or the family is, is you know, if you're sitting down to, let's say, um, string holiday garlands, we're talking about Christmas or something, um, it's the time, you know, it doesn't really matter necessarily what the that end product that end garland looks like whether it's perfect whether the bows are perfect and all the gingerbread men are lined up perfectly and it's the time it's the time it's the quality of the time that you're spending together but isn't the isn't the end result in that the family unity brought a good memory to the child and the child knows that he's part of the family unit and that everyone in the family unit spent time together to get the end result so i disagree with you i think that the end result is just as important as the journey i think we're saying the same thing in that case when i said end result i was talking about that uh, whatever was the impetus of, for the activity, the you know the, the garland. When I was saying end result, I was referring to let's say like the garland. And I agree with you completely that it is the family and the family unit that was important. Yes, definitely. So, tell me, what do you hope to accomplish with your book together? Well, I think we want to inspire families to create their own lasting traditions and to find more time to spend together with their children um, and to create memories that are going to last a lifetime, keepsakes that, you know, families want to hang on to and pass on from generation to generation. Tell me, what does your husband think about you and your uh, your literary success? It's been interesting. It's been a real journey. Um, I've enjoyed it, and I think as a, as a family, it's been fun for all of us. Um, he's been very much involved in it. You know, any time you take on a sort of a business that comes just from within our house that was started in our home and from something that's so intimately involved our own kids. When we when we wrote together Creating Family Traditions, it was all of my kids and the neighborhood kids that are photographed and pictured in the book. So it really is a personal labor of love for us. So he was very much involved in that. And it's been nice to sort of see it sort of take off. Um, just recently we hit number one on Amazon on the holiday bestseller list. So that was very exciting. All right, stand by. You and I have to take another commercial break. We'll be back shortly. Still to come on tonight's show, we have Patrick Cook, who's going to be joining us next. We're talking about the Bible UFO connection. And uh, if you'd like to give us a call, our toll-free number is one 877 That's one 877 Or you can always send an email to exxon at talkstarradio.com. On MSN Messenger, talkstarradio at hotmail.com. And on AOL, I am Exxon Studio. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon Radio Show on the Talkstar Radio Network. We're coming to you live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network under affiliates throughout the U.S. and Canada. On TalkstarRadio.com, streaming audio. And now in South America, Central America, the Caribbean, and the Pacific Rim on Telstar 7. I'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors about bundling your home and auto. 
In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Place the flowers in the vase that you bought today. Staring at the fire for hours and hours while I listen to you play your love songs. One eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five is toll free throughout the U.S. and Canada. Exxon at talkstarradio.com is our email address here. Our special guest is Rondi Hillstrom Davis, and uh, she is the author of uh, a book called Together. And first of all, Rondi, thanks very much for joining us tonight. Thank um, you. I've enjoyed I, I, it. I, oh, well, and so have I. You've brought up a lot of good points, and it's, uh, you know, it's. It's so hard these days, not only for parents, for adults, but for kids. And I believe it's the responsibility of the adults to to teach and guide children. And it's and it's an ongoing process because there are those that mentor adults and teach us. You know, you learning is a lifelong experience. That's very true. So, what are you going to be doing for Christmas this year? Uh, Christmas. Well, usually one of my family's traditions is we always go up to, my husband grew up in a very small town, about an hour's drive outside of the city here. So we always go up to a farm there and cut down our own Christmas trees. Oh, that's wonderful. And it's never anything beautiful. It's always some kind of sort of mangy, sort of misshapen tree. And it really has been fun to sort of pick out the tree and get stuck in the mud on the road coming back and everything else and set up this sort of tree that probably no one else would think was perfect that we then decorate with, you know, pull out the ornaments one by one. And We always try and, um, uh, my kids try every year to make ornaments or an ornament for right. all of their relatives, and we've saved those over the years, and I've signed and dated them. My kids have signed and dated them. So it's fun to sort of pull those out, and that brings back a lot of memories. So I think that's probably one of our most favorite cherished traditions. It reminds me of the Charlie Brown Christmas tree. <laughs> 
<laughs> now, Charlie Brown saw the beauty in that tree that no one else saw. Uh-huh. And it's very hard for me to look at, you know, a, a tree on a tree lot anymore because I've really sort of come to sort of like working with these sort of slightly barren, misshaped trees. I think they're much more fun to try and decorate, too. Rondi, our, our time has come. Uh, first of all, to you and yours, a very Merry Christmas. I wish you nothing but the best for the year 2006. And let our listeners know your website one more time, please. Well, we've got a book offer, and if they order within the next couple of days, we're giving $385 worth of free bonus gifts. So the website is www.togethercreatingfamilytraditions.com. And uh, it's been, a, you know, for the holidays, it's, it's it's a great gift book. It's someone to give to somebody that you love, and we'd love to have them visit our website and see everything else that we have to offer as well. Rondi, thanks very much for joining us tonight, and to you and yours, a very Merry Christmas. Well, Rob, I've enjoyed it, and happy holidays to you as well. Take care, young lady. Thank you. Bye-bye now. On the other side of this commercial break, we're going to be talking to Patrick Cook about the Bible UFO connection. If you'd like to give us a call, one 877 That's toll-free throughout the U.S. and Canada. Or you can do like Mary did, send me a question for Patrick to exxon at talkstarradio.com. My name is Rob McConnell, and I'll be back at six and a half minutes past the hour of one in the eastern U.S. and Canada as the Exxon continues live and around the world right here on the Talkstar Radio Network. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Progressive presents Forced Metaphors. About bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations.